People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk family with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm. Join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or on our website to hear us three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can reach us with your comments, questions, and suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and the Facebook group of the same name. And also follow us on Facebook. And if you want to share in more detail, hit us up at the email address, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Stay tuned for our soon-to-launch YouTube channel, and now on with this week's show. Hello, Brothers Talk family around the world, listening in the car, the gym, the den, the kitchen, the barber, the beauty shop, in the backyard or corner or wherever you hold your relevant conversations to spur critical thinking and activism to support the Black community. As always, welcome first-time listeners, as we look forward to your joining us in perpetuating enlightened conversations and promoting new and existing Black business opportunities to empower and enrich our community. This week in coronavirus, we are now in the midst of a full-fledged epidemic of a trio of respiratory infections with the flu and RSV joining COVID in overrunning hospitals, which continues to make less than no sense to us because you can still reduce your chances of getting any of the three of those by getting vaccinations and wearing a mask. Remember, people, the flu can and is also quite deadly And you don't want to be infecting your family members, especially our medically fragile seniors during the holidays. We can and we must do better. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Noam. Thanks, thanks, Rod. To continue with that coronavirus theme, as usual, every week we talk about people need to protect themselves by getting the vaccine if you haven't been vaccinated and wear your mask. Well, I, I think all of that to most people in this country is. Uh, is over. Uh, this weekend, everywhere I went, uh, my wife and I will be the only ones with our masks on, most of the time me. And people are looking at me like I'm an alien. And yet we still have 500 people a day dying from the coronavirus. Uh, so to me, that means that it's not over and you need to continue to protect yourself or get vaccinated. No? Thanks, Scott. And I just wanted to take my time today to congratulate Dusty Baker, who after maybe 23 years as a, in a professional baseball is finally a champion and it's well-deserved. This is Dusty. And I just want to remind everybody, this was a, like one of the first World Series without an African-American player. We need to be on the baseball field and support our players. It's time for us to take aim at the collective angst and vitriol that continues to be directed at Kyrie Irving and particularly by members of the black media. Now, if you've been sleeping under a rock, let's review our reasoning for addressing this issue. And we begin by saying that we have no love loss for the idiot that is Kyrie Irving. As I've said about figures like him and Michael Jordan, as human beings, they're great basketball players. But that being said, we as Black people need to be troubled by the spectacle that's being made of this situation over an assigned slight. That's right, I said a sign slight because as far as anyone knows, all Kyrie stupidly did was tweet a link to a little-known conspiracy film that's now gotten very popular over the uproar, but the powers that be have treated him like their whipping boy slave that they've intended to use as a symbol of what white supremacy wants to communicate to any Black man who dares to even think about expressing a non-mainstream approved opinion. Just a link 
No comment, no opinion, just a link that even the so-called most reputable news sources are only able to report as his apparent support for the film or what appears to be his support for the film. He's been vilified and humble, reminiscent of the enslavement period when public punishments were doled out by the slave owners in order to send the twin messages of we've got them under control to the other's whites and know your place to the other enslaved. And worse still is what we still have in the uncles and aunts who've joined in the power structure to try and wipe off their blackness while they say nothing about the overt racism being practiced by their masters. Here once again to help us dissect this unfortunate situation we find ourselves in is veteran broadcaster and Brothers Talk family member Bill Daughtry. Bill, what do you make of this situation? I'm in the same camp as just about everybody else. Kyrie's a pain in the ass. You're tired of him. He continues to be stupid with what he does. But this latest fiasco, I mean, again, what did he do wrong? And and what just what is it that he has to apologize for 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 posting a link to a a a, a book turned into a movie that is now the the bestseller the number one bestseller on Amazon. I don't even have to mention the title of it. Just go to Amazon and you'll find out you know for yourself. But even more ridiculous is this this list of demands that he has to meet before he is reinstated uh I, I don't know if you if if you've seen these yet he's got to apologize and condemn the film that he promoted he's got to make a half million dollar donation to anti-hate causes and the anti-defamation league told him to take his five hundred thousand dollars and put it back in his pocket to be polite about it he has to complete sensitivity training complete anti-Semitism training, meet with the ADL and Jewish leaders, and then he still has to meet with team owner Joe Sy to demonstrate an understanding of the situation. And he still has a meeting coming up with Adam Silver. I don't know if it's going to be this week, next week, whenever, at the end of sensitivity training. or I, There's going to be a meeting. And if he committed any crime as it was with regard to the organization he plays for, the organization that branded him unfit, if he committed any crime there, the crime would be not responding to the text of the man who signs your paycheck. So, I mean, I'm in the camp of so many other people like Sophia Nelson on the Griot, she wrote a, a piece on this entire thing today. And she asked the question, how is someone unfit to play basketball because they expressed a viewpoint or shared a link for a movie based on a best-selling book? The book is now number one best-selling book in the religion and spirituality, uh, spirituality category on Amazon right now. Kyrie did nothing wrong but refused to back down from the bullies who demanded that he denounce to cry and apologize for his learned experience. So again, Kyrie Irving stepping in front of the wrecking ball. And when you do that, you're going to get wrecked, period. Was it stupid? Yes. Uh, and I agree with his assertion, assertion that did I break any law? No, he didn't. 
He may have done some harm to some people. Okay, apologize for that. Set the record straight. But in all of his media encounters, he showed his, his lack of knowledge and sensitivity about how people will view him now, how he will be viewed by refusing to kowtow in any size, form, or fashion. And not to break the vibe for one second, but I just want to get to something Norman said in his opening remarks about Dusty Baker and the Astros. Norman, you ain't counting Dominicans as African-Americans? Norm, no response. Probably <laughs> Dominicans, Cubans. Yeah. Come on, man. We are Puerto Ricans. We all the same people. We yeah. really are. You know, uh, this whole mess, that's what I call it, you know, this situation with, with Kyrie Irving, I'm torn in a lot of different directions uh, about this. I agree with most of what you and Bill, you and Bill, what you and Rodney said, but I'm just, I just cannot, a guy like Kyrie Irving, you want to be, you want to, you want to present yourself as this uh, ultra modern, sophisticated guy, but yet you're not, you don't have your ear to the ground of what's going on around you or what's going on in the world. It's been a known fact for as long as I can remember that if you say something negative about the Jewish community, um, it's going to have a, there's going to be a dev devastating impact on you in some way because of the power that they will and because of what they can control. They control a lot of uh, media, TV, sports. They, they have their finger in a lot of things. What I'm more disappointed about is the black professionals and the black athletes who are condemning Kyrie for his for freedom of speech because that's what we're talking about it appears that when the protests with George Floyd protests Black Lives Matter when Kaepernick was were, was kneeling where were these same people who who who, who, are, who are now they are attacking Kyrie uh so I can't take them serious either uh a bigger problem to me is it appears that everybody in this country has the right to freedom of speech, except for black folks, rich black athletes, guys on Fox News, Tucker Carlson, but that whole lineup of people on, Tucker, on Fox News have made a living. They're filthy rich by dog whistles and attacking black people over the years. Where's outrage? Why is Tucker Carlson still on TV? Why haven't people organized to go after the, the, the uh, sponsors of his show? Those same people who are attacking Kyrie, where are they when Tucker Carlson does something that's uh, really demeaning black people in particular and, 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 and demeaning the people who are less privileged than he is? So we got this situation where there are these different levels, layers, or whatever you want to call it, and you need to know your place, Kyrie. Apparently, that's what they're saying because of the backlash has been just absolutely ridiculous. This is a grown man, man, and he can't have an opinion. So what if he if he published something that was negative about Jews? Jews aren't perfect. Jews have done some devastation, just like everybody. There's no perfect group in this country, but yet. If you scratch them a little bit, 
then the whole everything come down on you. But if you're black, uh, you can scream and holler as loud as you want to when policemen, uh, law enforcement are brutalizing black people, killing black males. Scott, gonna, we, yeah. we, you know, as I said, what we want to be clear that what Kyrie did, Kyrie did not espouse anything anti-Semitic. Well, he didn't. Kyrie did was post a link. He didn't say he He didn't say he was in favor of it. It it, it doesn't matter. No, but the point. But it does matter because it it doesn't matter when you you associate that. Yeah, but you can't. But that's the point. You look at you know anybody can read into whatever you say. So that's the point I'm getting to. That you know, like say, why why do we have to be the ones who folks can assign to us a motive that isn't there? That's my point. Well, like I said, well, what's he, posted a link. You don't know that. I yeah, I do. He also did was posted that. a link. But you don't know what his motive was. God, but that's exactly right. You that's what, what I'm saying. Was. You so do my, not my, know. My, the, point that I was make, the point that I was making is that he should be more sophisticated enough to know that there's going to be some backlash when you do it, whether you support it or not. Yeah, but what the point is, no, but, but Scott, how do you in then avoid, cases, how do you avoid implied. whatever you post, somebody deciding to tell it's, you what you it's, meant? It's implied. No, it's not. Implied. If you, if you, if you support, if you put, if you, if you uh, post something that's negative and hateful, I didn't see, I, I don't plan on seeing it. I'm not going to read the book. I don't know anything about it. But if you, if you post something that's negative and hateful about any group of people, uh, I'm gonna assume that you agree with it. That ain't necessarily so. Well, have you never posted not, something that you thought was ridiculous? What, I know I have. I posted stuff that I thought was ridiculous that I thought everybody else should say, like, you know, look at this. And I didn't mean well, it as I supported it. I meant like, look at this. This is dumb. This. this is ridiculous. Yeah. That, that that's 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 absolutely your right, and that's absolutely your opinion. My opinion is if you do something like that. I'm gonna assume that you support that. But you should say, know. You know, you what, should what do we know, always say about assumptions? You, you should though. know. You should know. You should know. Kyrie should. Kyrie should know. He should be more sophisticated enough than to do something like that. Again, I, this is not about us trying to defend Kyrie. What I'm talking about is where do we get to the point that we have white media that decides what they can assign as our motivation for anything I, that we put up. Where, where is just, the backlash? Where is the blowback for Amazon, who's still selling this right. book? Exactly. I don't, I don't. It that, has more money than Kyrie and the whole Nets team put together. I agree with that. I don't disagree with anything that you all are saying. My point is, just like you have your opinion about what he said or didn't say, most people viewed it a different way. And that's why he's getting that backlash. Because people viewed it a different way. They viewed it that he supports that. Now, he can come out and say to people, I haven't heard what his explanation was to why he did it. Well, he had but that's, right. But see, that's every, another point. But that's he another has point. every right to yeah, do it. Another he point is right. he said, I don't agree with everything in this and that I'm not anti-Semitic. And they said to him, that's not good enough. You need to tell us what parts you disagree with and what parts you support. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like a whipping oh, post. Oh, Oh, I don't, I don't disagree with that, Rod. I, 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 when I, in, the, in the beginning, when I talked about how with the Black Lives Matter, Matter and copping it and people kneeling in football and and the whole thing, there is a double standard. You know, we, we're, we can act like we're in a 
in a just and fair society? We're not. We can act like we treat it just like the minority, people who rule and party, but we're not. So you gotta, we gotta be proactive and learn how to manipulate and operate in the confines of the situation that we're in to make it better the way that we have done over time. Get in here, Norm. Well, to me, this is just the, the Jones Plantation all over again. Um, I, I, I mean, Kyrie, what I haven't heard is what exactly in, is, is in this film that is so offensive. I haven't heard anything particular that they're pointing to. Kyrie is standing on the fact that the, the term Semite is an African term and doesn't belong to any group. Well, it doesn't belong to any Europeans. That's for sure. But I think the closer you get to the truth, especially regarding history of any kind or the, the truth, it's going to upset people. Because even in this country today, they don't want the real history of this country taught. They're fighting against that. And it's literally, it's funny to see people who are supporting a state, a country that is practicing apartheid and, and, and carrying out policies that Hitler would approve of, talking about this. And now also hasten to mention that on the heels of last week's episode, I mentioned the racists at Fox, including Conker Tarleson, that's right, that's what I said, and Kagan Melly attacking Tiffany Cross with absolutely false claims of racism. Well, I just yeah. found out that instead of defending her against the false claims of racism, MSNBC suddenly canceled her show. Oh, wow. Critical thinkers only, what do you make of this development on the eve of the elections? And in light of the Kyrie concern, we think, Bill. First of all, I think Tiffany Cross is 10 times more important than anything that Kyrie Irving says or does, simply because she reaches or was reaching over 4 million people with her two-hour show from 10 to noon, The Cross Connection, on MSNBC, something that I watched with great frequency. And her takedown of Megyn Kelly a couple of years ago was a classic. She basically told her, itch, shut up and go sit over there because you don't know what you're talking about. You ain't grown enough to sit at this table and say anything about any issues that pertain to people of color, particularly women of color, in this country. And the, the thing that, that, that rubs me wrong about the Tiffany Cross situation, and it's, it's magnifying what's going on with Kyrie. A black woman is the chief executive officer of MSNBC, but there are people over her who ain't black, who she has to answer to. And I, I, you know, I don't have any proof of this, but I got the feeling that she was merely following orders to be the executioner, to be the hit person in the disposal of Tiffany Cross because she was too black. Did they, did, they, did they talk about her ratings? Did she have low ratings? ratings were outstanding. The ratings were good. That's, that's, that's my point. I don't think she had low ratings. Uh, this was all because, of, like you said, Bill, the cross-section of people, she's reaching 4 million people, and we're coming up on election day, and they could not have her out there encouraging people how to vote and when to vote and where to vote. That's what that was all about. Uh, another issue I got with the Kyrie uh, situation is there seems to be this, this kind of um, mentality, especially in media, media and white media, that if a, an athlete 
reach a certain level of stardom and has a this huge platform, they like to stick a microphone in front of his mouth, mouth as if he represents black folks. You mean like Herschel Walker? And thank you. <laughs> you know, and, and, and for some reason, we got to find a way to put that down. Because you got these guys, Herschel Walker, the Charles Barkley, the Kyrie, you know, they're putting, just because they have this huge platform doesn't mean that they're thoughtful. Doesn't mean that they really support what's happening in the community. Doesn't mean what they stand for anything that's gonna, gonna support black people. Well, Scott, they have a platform and, and it's really up to them to become educated enough and, and to become vocal enough as Cap did to use it. We need voices, we need the access, we need to be united and we need to be heard. And it's really up to us to put the pressure on them to actually do that work. Um, you know, like I said before, it's unfortunate to see other black athletes not supporting Kyrie and not supporting our communities, really. Um, but, you know, it, it, that's the way it is on the plantation. I mean, you have some people who are about freedom and some who are about just pleasing NASA. And that's where we are. All right. Well, thanks, Brother Bill, for coming in and refereeing the uh, proceedings. That, uh, uh, I just, I just want to let Norman know that all those dark-complected Latino Americans, they, they, they're just like Black people in the United States. They got the same kind of issues, man. So Yeah, I, I do. I know they do. Yeah, they, 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 was all, they all African-American that played for the Astros, man. Well, in our Black Business Spotlight, meet DeAndre Coleman, a former C-suite Black executive who's mastered the nuances and strategies of personal brand elevation. Now, via her company, beyond the C-suite, she's enhancing the careers of top-leading Black executive women inside her new program, The Seen and Heard Experience. Beyond the C-suite is a full-service brand strategy, communications, and public relations agency helping Black executive women build reputable, personable brands and executive lifestyles with elevation and expertise that translates into in-demand professional services. They're on a mission to propel each woman to a higher level of business, career, and multi-million dollar success. Learn more at beyondthecsuite.co. That's a wrap for another program, and God willing, we'll keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future. Don't forget you can follow and communicate with us, sending your comments, questions, and show ideas to The Brothers Talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Till the next episode, as always, we sincerely appreciate your time and interest, and rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And remember, let's do better today because that's all we really have.